Welcome to VG Club. I am not Paul. I am Chris. Uh, and uh, we're not sure where he is, but uh, we're hoping he joins us at some point while we're recording. But today I am joined by Javi. Hey. Ben. Hey. Marcus. Hello. And Grace. Hi. And we're going to talk about El Paso elsewhere. Um, it's Redaxis. Yeah. Elsewhere. <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> We're not sure where he's at. He's, he is not here, so he is elsewhere. Maybe oh, he I'll is. Be right back. I'm gonna get in an elevator. You guys, uh, just wait um, for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, you talking to your ex girlfriend in there? Ah, uh, you know it's it's complicated. It's gonna take fifty levels to figure this one out. As uh, Marcus is alluding to uh, El Paso, elsewhere, uh, it is fifty levels that take place in. Uh, I don't know where it's in a hotel, a castle, a graveyard, a bunch of places that all kind of look the same. And to get there, you go through an elevator. It starts out in a hotel, though. And this guy, uh, James Savage, he is on a mission to stop his ex-girlfriend, who is Dracula. Dracula. Dracula, yes. <laughs> and uh, he has to kill a bunch of things that they say are vampires. And werewolves it's really just look like dogs and, and monsters. And occasionally these things called angels, which are, uh, I don't know, they don't look like angels. They, they look like timepieces in the air. And witches and an annoying puppet guy. <laughs> the gameplay is very reminiscent of like Max Payne um, in that it's a third-person shooter. You can, you can freeze time uh, if you dive and you have stamina it'll like slow down time as you go uh where'd you guys end up on it because i know where some of you ended up i saw some of your comments <laughs> over the yeah, i saw Grace's tweet but... which made sense to me um i think it was uh should have been half as long that's yes, just from the from the jump i i liked it well enough but it there wasn't enough variety to warrant the the length that that game was yeah, and you, you brought up Grace's tweet. Grace, you, you want to want to chime in here, but yeah, no, I mean that's really like, like I said, it takes like the first twenty five levels just feel like they're just almost filler because like by the by the time you get to like I think it literally is like level twenty five is when that other voice just like starts talking to James like like oh okay there is kind of like a story here beyond there's this guy and this girl and you only have seen the guy so far. But like, oh, there's this demon or whatever. I don't, I don't remember what the story was with the voice that talks to him. But it's like, oh, there's, there's more going on here. But it took so long to get there that it's like, by this point, I'm just ready to get to the like the climax. Um, but yeah, it other than the length just kind of dragging on. I think we already kind of mentioned it. The the variety is also just like. As far as everything, I mean, like the the guns, there's there's a decent number of guns, but none of them feel all that different. Um, I mean, you just spend every single level just walking through corridors, shooting things, and there's like five different things to shoot. <laughs> and and like we kind of mentioned that the, there's the hotel, the graveyard, castle. Like it, it's just those same levels, kind of remixed into different layouts. And uh, sometimes, you know, occasionally, like, mashed together, like, you walk through a door in the hotel and be in the graveyard or something. So, I mean, that's, it, it's interesting, I guess, and that it has, like, a trippy, like, just otherworldly feel to it. But it's also still just more of the same stuff you've already seen. So, yeah, overall, the game just, like, it, it falls flat on its face as far as not having enough variety to justify really anything that it does when each each level is generally go and save or kill x amount of hostages that are on the the level and that'll unlock the exit and then you can you can get to the end like it's all very linear even if you can explore the levels however you want i guess you can't even explore the levels however you want because you have to get keys too so it's very old school in that yeah yeah and the mm -hmm. fact that like once you do actually like get all the save or kill all the hostages you most of the time you're going back the way you came so it's just like a repeat in reverse 
Javi, Ben, how did you feel about the, the gameplay here? Um, well, I, I was playing on, I guess you could say controller, but I was playing on my Steam Deck. Um, and aiming did take some time to like get used to. You had to mess with the sensitivity, too, to get it right, or feeling as best as you can. Um, but I felt, for the most part, it was it was good. It was a snappy kind of action game. And it was um, definitely, like you said, uh, like old school sensibilities um, in how it's designed. But um, I, I think it, I agree that um, the game kind of outstays its welcome or like it doesn't have enough variety and interesting um, twists and gameplay loops and enemies to um, to keep it going as long as it did. But I don't know. So I, I was happy to see this genre of game come back and especially with such flair like it's such a colorful game and the 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 way that the lighting reacts like when you're firing your gun and the muzzle flare just lights up the room and there's sparks everywhere like all that stuff really is spectacular looking um even in, especially with slow-mo um so that that kept me you know entertained um for the most part and then i also like am like vampires and werewolves and all that stuff is like bait for me i love that stuff <laughs> so um so yeah i mean but you know i do agree also that they don't really feel like vampires you know <laughs> there's not they're just saying they are which is i felt there were vampires in the way that vampires and what was that the will smith movie i am legend, I am legend. yeah like they're kind of like zombie-ish like they just kind of like shuffle towards you and... yeah yeah they were faster than um, i am legend but <laughs> yeah um but yeah i didn't end up finishing the game i played quite a bit of it i don't remember what le- what floor i was on but uh yeah i played a lot of it i think i burnt out a little bit um and so uh, in that sense i can agree that it didn't keep me engaged enough to see it through um but i did enjoy what i played and i do like the visual aesthetic i just think uh it can use a little bit more variety ben what about you uh, yeah, I mean, kind of the same with, with everybody. I do like the game. I think it was, it was fun to play, um, but I think it's, it does kind of just outstay its welcome. Like, every level or every section kind of just feels like it's a little bit too long. I feel like if they, they could cut this game down to, like, 24 levels and just, you know, cut, cut a bunch of stuff out of it, it wouldn't be a much, like, tighter experience, because there is a lot of stuff that's kind of interesting in it, like, you know, yeah, a lot of the levels are kind of bland at times, or you're just doing the same stuff. But like, there's a lot of like, there is some interesting variety to it of like some weird, trippy stuff of just like hallways that kind of like stretch and expand in front of you. Or like, there was one level where you like went through like infinite doorways for like a really long time. Like they do interesting stuff to kind of spice it up, but it's kind of just few and far between, and like the, you know, giant fifty. 50 levels that they have here. So I think if they just shortened it up, it would have been better. But overall, I did like it, essentially. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that, Ben. That they like have some cool ideas in it, and either they don't flesh them out or they never return to them. Um, like the, the whole diving slow-mo mechanic, like there's a couple times where you have to like dive through windows or, or over desks or something to get to another area, but that's it. Then it's like you don't really need to dive around because you can just slow down time. Um, by pressing a button, <laughs> so it's, you don't you don't need to do the dive, except in those like two or three levels, and then like the cool things with the infinite doorways, and um, like they they don't expand on some stuff, and they they maybe overstay their welcome on the general gameplay. Yeah, on the gameplay front, I think that the melee attack specifically feels pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the, like... the stakes. Yeah, the stakes. It it just like happens instantaneously, which I guess is good because you want it to be, um, you know, you want it to feel like it's it's happening when you press the button. But like, there's something missing there. It just doesn't doesn't have an impact. I don't know. It, there's something that's not connecting that doesn't feel uh, satisfying. It doesn't feel right, uh, in my opinion. Did you guys ever like stake a group of enemies that came up? To- <laughs> You'll kill them all at once. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I, I partially did that just to get that achievement for staking a bunch of people because, you know, sort of like Javi was saying, otherwise I wasn't really doing it because it was like a last resort. Oh, all my guns aren't like reloaded. I, I just need to fucking survive this this encounter. 
But like the fact that the game then went ahead and said, okay, so for a lot of the boss encounters or, or mini boss uh, encounters, like you're going to need a stake. Um, and, and like, while I appreciate them trying to force you to use that mechanic, I, I guess I'm sort of in with like with Javi there where it's just, it, it feels a little off. I don't know if it's because you have to get so close to him and then you can't really see anything happen. And then, and then it's like, okay, like, that I stake them because some enemies will go down with like one stake, but those bigger guys like they won't, and so it's a little harder to uh-huh. tell like did did it happen? Did I do it? And so I, I'll use four or five stakes just like you know pressing the button, hoping something's gonna gonna change with that. Um, going back a little bit to to those like mechanics that were brought up and not really touched on again, I completely forgot because like I restarted the game almost as soon as finishing it just to wrap up those last couple achievements I was really close to before I deleted this game forever. Um, and it was <laughs> you, you know, you can dive through and, and break furniture to get more stakes. And they they give you so many throughout the rest of the game that like I I completely forgot that was a thing you could do and so I, I just never did it. And there's also the combat role. Like I used it in the Pharaoh boss because you pretty much have to but Otherwise, I completely forgot that you could roll. Just it like I, never comes into play at all. I, I similar to Marcus, I went back and cleaned up, and I, that's what I I just was like pressing the button, rolling, rolling through the level to get the achievement, mm-hmm. or the dive. If, like that's one too. Yeah, I wonder if um, what would improve the melee feel would be like if it snaps you to like whatever enemy you're looking at and it plays like a whole like wind up stake in the heart animation i know that would slow things down tremendously but oh yeah like, i would have current- hated that <laughs> yeah oh uh, well i feel like currently it just it almost feels like a shotgun blast like at a very s- short range right in front of you you know it just like instantaneously <laughs> puts damage in front of you bah! and then the enemy just you know disappears or falls down i don't know yeah, they're like you said, Javi. There's no weight to it, so it's just like yeah, like, you just swat and they die, and you move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of agree with Marcus though. If like there was like that animation to give it that oomph, like I think it would would have slowed the game. But you, everyone would have been like, this this sucks because like then the game is just slow because you're and you would never use it because you don't want to slow it down. Uh, yeah, maybe it might be. I mean, I'm thinking something like the chainsaw in Gears of War, where mm. like you use it sparingly, and but it is a good way to deal with someone that's in your face. But it would you'd have to like restructure how the game works to support something like that. That makes sense. I, I guess for me, I would I would prefer something like you thrust forward a little bit with it, and there's like a little effect, like a little speed line effect or whatever, to to sort of show the impact of that. Because oh, sure. you only get five of these things, so it's not like, uh, again, pr- pretending the whole plethora of them scattered across the level and, and apparently all the furniture too. But like, just you know, you only have five at one time, so it's like, okay, you can only use this every now and then. Yeah, let's let's make it impressive. Let's make it like a thing that matters and a thing that a vampire hunter that he is at this point in the game like would be doing, and 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 just really play that up. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have played the uh, the Buffy video games, but like those, the way those use stakes, I kind I liked a lot. Like you, kind of uh, need to beat up the enemies until they're stakeable, and then from that point on, you can either you can actually lock onto them in the original game and throw the stake like a beer, and it'll go through them, or you can uh, knock them to the ground and stake them, or stake them in the hard in the middle of a combo. But like it, it was a good like finishing move that was really satisfying. Um, I think that might have been more interesting. So was that game like a brawler? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, definitely a brawler is the right way to describe it. There's two of them. I, th- I think the first one that was only on the original Xbox is better than the sequel, but they're both decent. I'll have to look into that. Javi's, uh, Javi's recommendation is normally good. I played that Dead to Rights <laughs> game that you suggested. That was fun. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Stupid, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a GameCube kid, so I don't think Max Payne made it to the GameCube, and so Dead to Rights was all I had. <laughs> um, this definitely plays. Uh, uh, there, there's all reverence for for Max Payne here, because like there's the there's the pills that you use to regain health. Um, the whole noir kind of storytelling uh, to this. Did Did you guys collect any of the radios with Pill Cop? 
Yeah, I found. I think I got I, one. Yeah, just, just a couple. Yeah, the, if you here and there. Yeah, the 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 storyline in that is pretty funny if you follow it through. <laughs> I think there's like five of them, um, and it's it's absolutely absurd, um, and very reminiscent of uh, Max Payne, where you would go and they had like the TV shows that you would be able to find that this this game clearly did not have a budget to have FMV in it, but um, see all the characters look like sack people. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think of the story here? Uh, it seems like something like Ben, you and uh, Javi did not finish it, I think, but uh, um, what, like, so how far did you guys get? <laughs> what did you think of the story up to that point? And then the, I guess Grace Marcus will discuss discuss the uh the close out of it uh i think i i ended up finishing it um, okay yeah i beat it like two days ago but yeah i mean ultimately um it was interesting like there was near the end of it was was kind of interesting um it took a while to really get there to like any actual story um i think the like relationship between him and his girlfriend or like the you know almost like borderline abusive relationship that they had together was like kind of weirdly deep and dark but um for for a game that has such a silly premise um but yeah i think it was kind of i don't know it was weirdly like had a weird like tonal shift near the end of the game oh for sure javi how far did you make it into the game i couldn't really tell you how far i was because i don't know the floor that i was on but like things were starting to get kind of weird um yeah, I mean, I don't really remember exactly what was the last thing that happened, but um, it had been looping on itself, I think, like where you found yourself back at the hotel or motel entrance or something. Well, that might have happened a while back. I couldn't tell you, but I think I got a sizable way through the game. Um, things were getting a little bit more interesting. Um, I do think that the premise is like really fun and... Uh, like kind of the perfect kind of schlocky, I don't know, kind of the kind of story you don't really hear see anymore in games. Um, and and I, I appreciate that it's so earnest. <laughs> like it, it's not like winking at the camera at any point. The, the game's just kind of like this is what it is. Um, I was at my, a um, my girlfriend is my girlfriend is going to try and destroy the world. I am just going to go to this hotel and, and stop. Uh huh. Yeah, and he keeps talking about like I'm not going to survive the night. Who cares? You know, just take pills to get where I need to go. <laughs> you know, um, I was uh, at PAX last year, PAX West, and uh, I was at a panel, and the like director and the guy that voiced um, the main character, his name is Zalavier Nelson. Um, he was at a panel, and they were talking about the best games at PAX, and. Uh, his upcoming game came up, which he had, I don't think he had officially announced yet. I mean, no, no, he had because there was a demo available, but anyways, he, he's like, yeah, it's, it's like a max pain. Um, it's like a max pain style game where you fight vampires and this and that. And I'm like, my ears lit up. I'm like, what? <laughs> that is like my dream. Like, what are you? I went up to him after the panel. I was like, when's your game out? And it was like a month or two from, from then I was like, holy shit. So I was like, this is number one priority to check out this game. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I didn't get, I didn't see, I have no idea where the story lands in the end, but I do, I do enjoy the premise. I think it's, it's, a a fun, crazy, high concept thing. I, I think the thing, Javi, is you do know where the story lands in the end. It, it doesn't really take you for any real swerves as far as the ending point. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> but I, you know. I I'd agree that with that that sort of earnestness that the that it's all presented with. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is I don't know. It, it was like really endearing and and to have someone because you know it's it's a it's a little tough with the the vampire aspect of it to to know like what what's a metaphor for some other sort of like more real life behavior and what's something that is specifically for this sort of like lore and, and the world that they're in. Um, had a little bit a hard time discerning between the two every now and then but it you know just it being this examination of the relationship first in the the sort of early days of, of, of them getting together and them opening up to each other and then as it starts to to sour 
and and how he you know he latches on to to like that one good day to to sort of keep him going through the rest of their honestly their shitty relationship um mm-hmm. stuff like that i don't know i think it, it rings true because there is there is those those emotional cores to, to to that where those like emotional truths there where it's like yep that like that happens that happens to people you've you've heard it just, you know sometimes you might have lived through it and it's just like yep you you get it um and to have that presented alongside like you know he's doing the music in this game too and like some some levels are themed around like that music and you know it's pumping in the background and it all just feels like a really like personal story that he's he's delivering here and so i I, you know i think that for me is the the high point of the experience yeah that was something that came up too at that panel was that like the they created an entire they created an entirely like original rap album to to come with this game um that's about the game right um and i think i think he also sings in those as well or raps in them but uh yeah i mean this studio strange scaffold like to go from the type of games that they were making to something like this is pretty nuts because they like they made uh airport for aliens run by dogs which is a bit more kind of like a a visual novel style thing and then space warlord organ trading simulator which is kind of like a it's like these are menu games right these are games where like you're reading a lot of text and you're clicking on buttons but you're not it's not like gameplay you know and el paso elsewhere is like capital g gameplay like shooting game third person shooter um with slow-mo and all that so like what a departure and what a ambitious project for the studio to to take on and I think with that context, it's it's super impressive what they did here. Grace, what do you think about uh, how this played out? Uh, so, like I kind of said at the beginning, it kind of drags, but that was because like I, I I've never played like Max Payne. I've never really gotten into like the noir genre. So, like this first you know half of the game, he's just like monologuing in an elevator. Talking in meta- <laughs> metaphors, and I'm just like, is this what noir is? Because <laughs> I don't think I like it. <laughs> so I have no idea what he was talking about most of the time. But uh, as we kind of mentioned, like later on, when uh, like Dracula starts to show up in the elevator and that kind of thing, and it really, it, it really digs into their relationship. Um, it's just kind of how <laughs> how messed up it really was. Um, that's when it does get a little bit more interesting. Of course, as Marcus said, it doesn't like throw any curveballs at you it's just like oh yeah he, he he's there to you know either talk her down or kill her he's gonna do one or the other like that that's there's nothing surprising about it but i mean you, you do start to feel a little bit of you know uh, empathy for the characters i guess especially uh, at some of the later levels like as you're playing james is talking to himself like you know uh, just just a few more steps just let me get to the end like that kind of thing like he, he knows he's he knows his time is up and he's just, you know, he really just wants to finish this one big thing before he, you know, succumbs to, I guess, his injuries plus the addiction, all that kind of stuff. It it, uh, it, it plays out, you know, well enough, but uh, it's also, like I said, it takes a long time to get there and it it ends pretty predictably. So it's it, it's not bad by any measure. It's uh, it's it's uh, good enough. I'll say that like it, it it fits. It works well with the world they're building, with the kind of tone they're trying to set. And as we mentioned, like it's really it, it's honest about what it is. So that's always a good thing. Um, but you know, it's nothing amazing. And I, I also will say that like by the time I got about halfway into the story, I was just like ready for it to be over and the only reason i finished the game was because i like turned like the damage modifier like all the way down and like put infinite ammo on and just blew <laughs> through the last few levels so um i was kind of like on autopilot for some of it but for the you know for the parts that i was awake I, <laughs> good I voice question. acting go ahead oh, Bobby. everybody keeps saying it ends exactly how you expect it to and I'm not sure how I would expect it to end. I feel like I have two possible scenarios that are like the most basic ways this could go. Um, lay, lay them out, Javi. 
Yeah. One of them is that he, you fight Dracula at the end, final boss, and then the final cutscene after you beat her, uh, either she redeems herself and stops the end of the world, and you save the world, and maybe he dies there, kind of like how he keeps telling you he's going to. And he's like, I did it, yay. <laughs> or they, he somehow cures her of her vampirism and they live happily ever after. Or they both die horribly. It's one of those three. Uh, <laughs> it's go, go with option three. Okay, okay. Um, it, it, it ends how like a lot of like these, these type of action movies end with like the hero and the villain lying on the ground. Gotcha. Both beaten to, to you know, within an inch of their life. One of them maybe dying right then, and the other one you don't know if they're going to survive. But uh, <laughs> there are two endings here. I don't know. I'm assuming uh, that all of us got the all of us that finished got the good ending, um, which I, I don't know. I kind of feel is the bad ending, but <laughs> um, where uh, she she gives the vial of I guess the essence of her vampirism to him so that he can he can. If he consumes it, he can continue to to live, um, but Sequel, also maybe bitter as she is. Um, <laughs> the other ending is that she breaks the vial, um, and he dies there in the basement. So, I assume that's what you guys got the the, the good ending. Yeah, I forgot there was two. Yeah, I got the one where she just gives it to him. Yeah, I had to look it up because I wasn't going back to kill all the uh, the hostages. Because well, the, there's the there's no reason like the game never gives you any sort of motivation for killing the hostages. They're hostages. Why wouldn't you be trying to save them if your whole purpose for being here is trying to save the world? It, I didn't even it, it accidentally kill. kill I, I there's an achievement for killing five of them, and I accidentally did kill a few of them, and then I was like, oh, I'm sixty percent of the way. To this achievement. <laughs> That's so exactly just, what I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. mark the other two, but um, yeah, like you, I don't know why you would kill them. <laughs> Yeah, I accidentally uh, killed one, and it was like, okay, I guess I'm restarting from the checkpoint. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Like, I didn't know you could kill them until I accidentally did it. I was like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> um, and Paul uh, is here as well. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry for screwing up the time. I no, set no an alarm for like 12.52 my time because I'm like, oh, we're recording at 1 o'clock. That makes sense, right? And then I saw Grace's message and was like, oh, I screwed up big time. <laughs> no worries. Uh, what did I mean, we're, we're almost we're almost done talking about it, but what did you think of the uh, of the game? Or I don't, We're not sure how far you got into it, but what, what do you think of El Paso Elsewhere? Um, I, so I don't know if you guys saw this meme going around. It was kind of like that scene from, I guess, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, where he's in the VAR, and it's just like the uh, like other guys, like, so what? You're telling me you want a, a game with worse, uh, worse, uh, uh, worse graphics, uh, uh, the employees get tr uh, tr uh, treated better, all that stuff, and the guy, uh, uh, the Joker's like, yeah, totally. And I feel like that's kind of this because it's kind of like an homage, I guess, to the original Max Payne. I, I yeah. feel like it didn't. I, I, I guess, granted, I've never played the original Max Payne, but I thought it looked better than this. But oh, it does. The original Max Payne looks better than this. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I guess it's kind of more like P, uh, PS PS One graphics, kind of like that uh, that era. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. Overall, it was really, uh, it was really fun. I didn't get around to finishing it, but I had a lot more fun with the game than I thought. I thought it was going to be. It was more kind of like arcadey than I thought. Uh, I thought, like, I thought it would be more kind of like set piece. That's fair. I'm glad you liked it. I was really concerned. You were, you were like the one person. It's <laughs> like <laughs> Dax is going to hate this. <laughs> well, where into the story did? Did you get Dax? Because I mean, that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, the, the game's fine for a while, and then it keeps going. Mm, yeah, no, no. That uh, I kind of procrastinated starting this game until yesterday, so I think I only got like three hours in. That's a good <laughs> chunk. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like, 
I th- uh, the game has a good sense of humor. Like I remember just like completing one level, and he's uh, just like sitting on a bed, silence, and then he's just like, "Was there a fucking werewolf in that bathroom?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Um. Yeah, it's it's the gameplay does not progress much more than probably what you've seen. So. Yeah, I got. You know, got the shotgun. I didn't unlock the third weapon, which I'm guessing is kind of akin to what an AK-47. Yeah. Oh, you're real early. I don't even know. Yeah. If that's three hours then. Okay, maybe two hours. <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, what seven, seven or eight weapons. Um, yeah, oh, you don't, okay. You don't, you don't get some of them until like very late, and like there's like a rocket launcher you get pretty late in the game, but. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was just going off of the uh, tutorial. Like it gave you like three uh, three weapons, so I thought that was all you had in the game. Yeah, so there's there's the pistols, which you always have, shotgun, Uzi, there's like a rifle, like a hunting rifle type thing. Um, Molotov. The, the Molotov, the uh, the rocket launcher, something else too. I think I'm missing one. Like a Tommy gun, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. The the repeater. Yeah. Wasn't that just the? That's not the AR. There are those. Different? That that is. There's a there's like a hunting rifle, as well though. So there's two. There's the the repeater, which is yeah, it's like the assault rifle, and then the hunting rifle, which the doesn't goat. have a scope. <laughs> so it's yeah, just you a don't really need one. Just need that shot. dot. Yeah. <laughs> Snipe those angels out, out from the mm-hmm. other side of the level. It's easy. So I, I do like that a lot of them don't have ceilings, so if you see an angel, you can shoot them from the other room. Oh, nice. Um, all right, do you guys have any yeah, final thoughts? Yeah, the entire time I was... Next. Oh, I was just going to say, the entire time I was playing, which I guess wasn't as long as you guys, but I was just like, oh my god, is this like a uh, drug-induced hallucination, and I'm just like sh- uh, accidentally shooting up a ho- uh, hotel f- uh, full of people? That's what I was <laughs> kind of afraid was going to be the ending. No. <laughs> that is I, funny. That would be amusing. This thoughts crossed my mind, too. I, I will say that. that well, it's it just like when you walk in originally, like you, uh, you can uh, walk into a room, and it's just like, "Are you here against your will?" And then the guy's like, "Did Mistress send you to uh, uh, humiliate me?" And he's just like, "I am clearly in the wrong place," and he's like, <laughs> "Run out the door." Yeah, so I thought yeah. that. Okay, oh, sorry. I was just saying. I was like, I thought that it was like a sign that I was like, "Oh shit, is this all in his head?" Yeah, like the other thing that does is like one of the later levels is like a meat a meat processing plant. So it's kind of like it 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 doesn't fit in any sort of way with like the previous levels. So it's kind of like oh, is he just like wandering around this town, just just killing everybody? <laughs> well, but that's another one of those fun points in the narrative for like he's trying to work out because you know all all these places mean something that like that they, they all. All had some sort of like relevance to either Dracula or, or like himself, right. um, and he was just trying to figure out like what the what the fuck's going on with the, the that, that meat like, and I think he eventually worked it out. I can't even remember what his c- conclusion was for that, but it was a little bit of a stretch. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he does work it out. It's it's some crazy thing, but yeah, like at first it's just like out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, the the meat packing the that whole area. I think is what Javi was talking about with the lighting from the guns like that that is where i think it shines the best because that that's like some of those are the darkest levels in the game yeah um and so that the the gun blast lighting shit up is really neat i think that they underutilized how beautiful the game looks like they could have i don't know i guess it's a it's a matter of budget probably but like there's a lot of opportunity for some really good horror sections or some slower paced um kind of more curated um like areas that you go through um because it it just stayed more or less the same kind of go 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 shoot 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 next room get the key you know like it never slowed down much um uh near the end there is a level where it's like super dark and you're sort of having to 
sort of carefully navigate your way because you know they, they still place the enemies around but you can't see shit unless you're firing so you're just sort of they, oh, nice. you're sort of encouraged to like inch forward a bit and then use use your gun uh your gunfire to like illuminate where where shit is and where your your next path forward is it's That's it's not cool. you know like like we mentioned with a lot of the other gameplay mechanics it's not something that goes on for a long time or is probably utilized as best as it can be but it, i you know i think they did try something like that Oh, that's good. Cool. I do yeah. think um, the PS1 style graphics, I'm personally a big fan of. Like, I like, I I think it should, like, hmm, how do I put this? Uh, I always go to, like, Metal Gear Solid 1 as, like, a perfect example of how those PS1 graphics are hitting just the right level of fidelity to where, like, you still have to use your imagination because, like, these faces are just a couple of pixels. And so you have to like fill in the gaps of what does this person actually look like, or or maybe you just like take it for what it what what it looks like. Um, but it for me at least it creates much more of a connection than like a fully super high resolution realistic looking person. Uh, it's it's why like any figurine of solid snake from the first game looks wrong that's not that to me i'm like that's not what his face looks like and <laughs> and i couldn't tell you what his face looks like because it's just a bunch of pixels but um anyways yeah like I, i'm really fond of that graphical style and i think that being able to take that those graphics and then build like a fully full-fledged like max pain style slow motion diving bullet game with those graphics it's it's really cool to me like to see something that should be that presents itself as so simple and then be able to like do interesting gameplay on that level that you probably couldn't do on PS1. Um I'm a fan of it especially for such an indie studio like if if this is what your graphics need to be at for you to be able to pull off interesting bigger games like this um I'm so down for it like I think it's actually really charming and creative i think in some ways it's also meant to like kind of evoke like the box art of the games that inspired it because if you look at the box art of like max Payne and uh dead to rights like their faces are just kind of like uh, uh sorry obscured by shadow so it's kind of like oh, sure. when you look at him it looks kind of like the same way like there's just like this black like shadow around his eyes and you kind of see his mouth that's about it like it, yeah, it yeah. evokes that imagery to me yeah no i see that cool idea um, honestly, Hoffy, I think because it, the the game seems to sort of click with you a little bit more, you know, you know, again, it still suffers from that re- repetition. It it might might be like beneficial to just do it a couple levels at a time, like spread out over a really long period of time, just so yeah. it like doesn't outstay its welcome. But you still get a little bit of taste of that that sort of gameplay because, you know, like I mentioned, it, it does do some stuff. Uh, did you get to the point where they like take your guns? Um. I think that sounds familiar. Pretty sure. Where you have to use just stakes. Yeah, sort of. And, and like you have to rebuild your, your arsenal. Hmm. Right Maybe not. The first, boss. the first boss. I definitely did a first boss. <laughs> so, yeah, like the, the, so the, the hero first. guy. <laughs> okay. Then yes, I've done that. Okay. Because like for, for me, that was... And it was also one of those things where I thought like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm real near the end. Like here's, here's like some, some big shit. Because like the world's going crazy at that point And... All of that arsenal you've been relying on up until this point has gone, and so mm-hmm. uh, hey, that's the same amount of enemies you were facing before, but now you're nowhere near as well equipped to deal with them, and you have to sort of just try to avoid and and make as as good of a use of like your pistol as you can with limited ammo. So you have to make every shot count at that point, and so it's it's really like shifting what they're what they're doing with again sort of the same tools, really Taco Bell menuing it up, um, but <laughs> like it's. It it's something I thought was was really cool to to try try to like sort of parkour your way through the level to try and get to any sort of weapon that that yeah. can actually make you useful again. Um, mm-hmm. When I finally got my hunting rifle back, I was just like, "Oh, you guys are in trouble now." Um, <laughs> and it it stuff like that I thought was like really great. It's just then I played like fifteen more levels after that, and it, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I think the limitations of you know it being such a small studio and probably a tiny tiny budget. I think this game stretched them as far as they could. Like if this was like an all or nothing hail mary for the studio. If this didn't do well, then you know who knows what would happen. But uh, I, I 
I would have loved to see what this game would look like if it could do more than a rinse repeat, you know, like every single stage you can see the spotlight and you're working your way towards it and all the levels, you know, there's some variety like the, with the meat plant and all that, but, and the graveyard, like they're, they're doing some theming here and there, but they do largely feel like reskins of the same basic structure because they are. Um, and I, I think having a little bit more variety and more open areas um, might have been much more interesting and a, a way to like make the game uh, more varied. I feel like there wasn't a lot of, I guess for lack of a better word, like level design. Um, there's not like, you know, oh, now you're in a, I don't know, like a hospital and there's different floors and Maybe I'm thinking of more like a Silent Hill kind of deal where it's like you're getting keys and you're solving the puzzle of this big space. Um, there wasn't anything like that. It was largely just flat level, work your way. Because like you said, there's no ceiling, so you can always kind of see your goal, which is a neat idea, but like when that's the entire game, like you kind of would like some variety there. But, yeah, they they could have cut like 20 levels out. Yeah. And just tightened it up a little bit more. And I think, I think we actually, I think we all came away going, this is pretty fun for the most part. Just, oh, maybe it extends itself a little bit too much. I think mm-hmm. they could have just trimmed it down about like by about 20 levels. Yeah. And, and then it would have been instead of like a, you know, eight to 10 hour game, it ends up being like maybe a three to, to six hour game. Um, Mm -hmm. and everything is more fresh, like all of those, like cool ideas they introduce, just, you keep getting them over and over again until you get to the end where it's like, oh, okay, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I am glad that it seemed that we mostly liked it though. Uh, you never know when you pick an an indie title (laughs) that's new and like, doesn't have a a pedigree behind it, but I'm glad that uh, for the most part, we seem to come away going that that was that was fun enough. Um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. It was a really special kind of unique thing that you don't get a lot of, um, and especially like they were smart to get this out before the remake of Max Payne is out, so that's oh, not completely overshadowed. Yeah. It's like a little appetizer. <laughs> but but yeah, I think they saw a gap in the industry at this moment, and they filled it, which is nice. If you're interested in more El Paso, they do have a prequel game called El Paso Nightmare. Nightmare that is a uh, it's a first person shooter. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even hear about that. Um, it's, it's very short, so it's, yeah, it's not going to have the same problem as <laughs> this huh. one. Yeah, it's, it's actually only five bucks too. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's it, as Javi said, super short, and it's actually designed around like you know a replayability to it like so like the, the, there's it's kind of becomes like a horde mode at some point that you're just going through but it does have like a neat little story that you can play through so um yeah, and a different I'll, perspective I'll, I'll look into that some i just completely never heard about it um speaking about the story though i just wanted to go back a little bit and, and sorry to no, uh, javi and dax but this is about the ending um when you're talking about the the good ending and the bad ending mm-hmm. so the reason i think it's supposed to be the good ending because you know essentially what what that end there is um them sort of coming coming at that crossroads and and so much of the game has been him sort of dealing with with this breakup and i think what that that ending is more sort of like pointing towards it's just like okay she did a lot of fucked up shit to you and you know i'm sure you weren't you weren't great in this thing either now what and and that's why the band ending is Yep, you uh, you give up. Like you just let this define you forever, and and that that's all. While the good ending is, yeah, you, you you've had this shit happen to you, and you have to carry that with you, and that's sort of what the becoming a vampire bit is. But he's also talking about, but what you know, what else can you do? What other good can you do in this world on top of that? You know, it, it's it. You're not just this one thing. You can do more besides that. That's that's a fair interpretation. Damn, that's deep. <laughs> um. All right, uh, Grace, you're up. What what are what are we uh, choosing from for uh, for next time out? Yeah, we'd have already done this, but uh... all right. So prototype, Saints Row the Third, Oddworld, New and Tasty, 
Which one's that? Uh, it's the remake of the original. Yeah, it's a remake of the. It's a remake of Abe's Odyssey, which was on PS One. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Four and Steam World West. Those are the the five. And four's the. It's about time. Yep. Yeah. One. Yeah, I, I should have typed that. I was just trying to get it out really quick. <laughs> mm, freaking prototype. <laughs> I, I I will say right now that it's not for everybody. So if you know you want to overlook that one, that's fine. I just no, I felt like I felt like replaying it. <laughs> I can do that anyway. So <laughs> I uh, was a big Hulk Ultimate Destruction guy, and. Uh, was excited about prototype it's fine it's it it just has one of the you know how these open world games always have like the map sprinkled with collectibles the prototype has the same deal except for you can't see them at a certain distance and so you have to be close enough to them for them to show up and it's just impossible to find them all like there's just no way prototypes the one that came out like at the same time as infamous and there was that weird thing with that I never played yeah. that. So, yeah, that was 2008, 2009, whenever Infamous came out. <laughs> Rough time to release, like, <laughs> open world superhero game when Infamous was so good. Didn't this, a similar thing happen with the sequel? Although I think a little more removed? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't even remember when the sequel came out. It, it, it got the Activision marketing, which means it didn't get any marketing, so... I want to say it was like 2010, which is like a little bit after Infamous 2, but and that one was even like Infamous 2 was more of a step up from Infamous than Prototype 2 was from Prototype 1. So the gulf between the two games just got like larger, and it was just like, oh, oh no, I'm sorry, Prototype. Yeah, so Infamous 2 was 2011, and Prototype 2 was like roughly a year later, a little, little less than a year later. Okay, so a little bit later than I thought, but yeah. yeah. I remember Prototype was an interesting one because the protagonist is not really a good guy at all. Like you just like murder people left and right. And then Prototype Two came out, and the protagonist from the first one, Alex Mercer, somehow I remember that name, um, <laughs> <laughs> is the villain. So you're in Prototype Two, you're hunting down the protagonist from the first game, which is always Kinda fun. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it. Does not look like we're going to play Prototype. Uh, SteamWorld Quest here with four four votes seems to be what we're going to play. What I voted for it, but I'm not sure what what is SteamWorld Quest. Uh, same. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a turn based RPG where you use uh, you have a deck set up and you choose it randomly chooses cards out of your deck and you battle using those cards. That's, oh, I that's fucked really... up so hard. Basically, yeah. Why would you vote for that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought it was more like. Uh, uh, I don't now. even know. You can still change it. You can go with Crash Bandicoot Four. Yeah, I hate. I already Crash, did. Though. You can change it. That's fine. But let me back up and say you I can vote twice not. for Crash Four. No. That's how it works, right? No, I live with my mistakes. Can I like, vote I, twice I, for Prototype? <laughs> <laughs> I generally did not like like card-based games but i really love this game so i don't know if that means anything because i have weird taste in games but that's i'm putting it out there it i really enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would well that's the thing is that it, it, it got good reviews so that's why for, i'm like interested in it i'm, I'm sure it's for good a quick second so this is an excuse to play it so i'm down all yeah. the steam world games are excellent i'm sure it's great but we all right, missed exactly. the opportunity to step into the shoes of Alex Mercer for one last time, you know? <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll be back, Javi. Just you wait. We'll be back. <laughs> I, I can put it in the next time I pick. <laughs> Maybe by then. <laughs> Grace just keeps throwing prototype in there till yeah. we use it. <laughs> so, my strategy with SSX? Yeah. yeah. You Ooh, keep I'll turning it in there, and I will play SSX. Oh, Absolutely. and I will never vote for that one. Boo. It's amazing. It's so. Good. I don't even like sports games. Wait, which which SSX are we talking about? That's... Uh, 2011 one, the one so that like came that, out on PS3 and 360. The green yeah. cover, the the reboot of the series. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a no tricky, game. but it's probably the second best SSX, I would say. All right, so we're gonna play Steam World Quest next time. Uh, next time, Paul will uh, host again. 
Um, not not me. So, um, thank Dax, you for you filling in. Yeah, sure thing. Thank you so much, Chris, for uh, being the substitute teacher today. I do very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that was our episode on El Paso Elsewhere. And yeah, I uh, hope everybody uh, enjoyed the show. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Just cause he black don't mean he a DJ Just cause he on stage don't mean you chant with he say Tie your club and stocked, hit the pulsate I raced forth the door like a floodgate Entrance hall, it began to glow I get prize and dive to the floor Guy runs over, panting and thrown Spikes shoot out, spears through his dome Windows blink as club starts to rise Neon signs of pupils and eyes as chanting NASA sees up and ride Nigga really made this place grow some feet Baba Yaga transforming beat Building shrines and takes to the street As new beast finds new hungers to treat I'm not getting out of this monster club, baby You're not getting out of this monster club, baby We're not getting out of this monster club We're not getting out, we're not getting out We're not getting out